Luke 5, 1 through 11 is what we want to focus on this morning. Good morning to everybody. Say it again. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Word says, I was happy when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. So we're thankful for that. So uh, Luke 5, 1, let's read it together. On one occasion, while the crowd was... Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. And to one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. He said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. Number of fish, and their nets were breaking. The other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. He fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. We're astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, for now on you'll be catching men, catching people. Praise God. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. That's good. Thank you so much. I'm thankful for everybody in the place today. First time guests, thank you for being here. Uh, if anyone's seeking a church home, we just ask that when the invitation extended, that God will tell, that you hear his call and respond. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good to see you. You can be seated. Good to see you. All right. So we got ladies who attended the God Encounter Retreat today. <laughs> Amen. Won't y'all stand and be recognized? These ladies who attended the God Encounter Retreat, they started out Friday evening, and they concluded this morning. Thank you for investing in your spiritual uh, growth. You can be seated. And thank you for, uh, you know, everyone who participated. We had phenomenal uh, speakers, uh, one guest speaker. Amen. Uh, Dr. Felicia uh, Williams, who's the, uh, who's the uh, president of the West and Downtown Campuses of Valencia Community College, but she's also a pastor of an AME church right in the heart of Paramore, Hearst Chapel AME Church. And she brought a word. And then, I, then our own Aramis Ayala uh, brought a word, the state's attorney. And uh, phenomenal testimonies. Uh, and then we had our Lisa Swain and uh, Rachel Briggs and uh, Linda Colon. I'm sorry, Le uh, Lisa LeBron. Her husband is LeBron. He is her superstar. Amen. See, see, that was just meant. We just meant to get that in. Amen. And. Uh, 
But uh, so I'm thankful for uh, just what I witnessed, what I experienced, and uh, what I, uh, what we were able to uh, envision. You know, we're to say God says, without vision, the people perish. So I'm thankful for the vision of the God encounter experience, experience, and uh, and uh, I love the fact that God has sent so many people to contribute to it being planned and organized and implemented. Let's praise God for that. Amen. And including uh, including a few brothers, you know, I'm 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 usually the only brother at the women's God encounter retreat. I get the chance to be the only brother there. Don't get, don't be hating on me, brothers. <laughs> you know, I, I get the chance to do that, and it's a blessing. Uh, and then I get a chance to go to the men's God Encounter Retreat this coming weekend. It's a, it's a one day, one night experience. So we start off early Saturday morning, and we conclude Sunday morning. So uh, it's still not too late. Uh, it costs $125, but if you have a funds deficit, let us know. And we'll see if we can assist you or try and sponsor. We, have, we had several sponsors of ladies during, this, during the Women's God Encounter. Or if you'd like to be a sponsor uh, to pay for someone else to attend the God Encounter, please feel free to do so. Amen? And, uh, but some guys stopped by. We had drivers. Let's see, Tony Doby and uh, Robert Howard. And... Uh, and uh, they set up, broke down, uh, Bruce Miller. I'm not finished. <laughs> I've been encouraging y'all to talk back to me. Lord, have mercy. I, I, I think I done created a monster. Uh, Minister Eddie Ford. Now, I, I, I want you to hope, man. <laughs> uh, did, I live, did I miss anybody? But anyhow, and, and then we had folk behind the scenes cooking. Uh, delightful meals. I know it was uh, uh, Lisa. And uh, who was her helper? Carla. Carla and Lisa. So we're just thankful for it. Had wonderful meals. You know, we didn't eat no hotel food. We brought our food. That's right. See, I don't even know what you're missing out on. Amen. And uh, so we were in kind of like timeshare bungalows, a very beautiful environment and spacious and all of that. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. So I'm going to jump into the word. Uh, you heard the passage of scripture. And uh, we are uh, in this same series entitled Choosing Sides. Choosing sides. And we started off with the primary text that concludes uh, by Joshua saying, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Praise God. So it was a choice that he was making, and it was a choice that he was laying out there for his family. Amen. And believe me, one of the primary things as witnesses of the faith we should be about is making the right choices, discerning. God's will, uh, 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 ascertaining his, his wisdom, his insight, his direction for our lives. Because our life is simply a series of choices. Amen? A series of decisions that we make. 
and it's important that we make the right choices and uh, that we examine ourselves daily so that we can continue to make choices that honor God. You know, so many people uh, are trying to get our ear. Amen? I mean, advertisement, uh, commercials. Uh, you know, I'm kind of happy that the, the, t the, the, what they call it, Devo, Tivo, whatever it is. You know, anyhow, you can record your television program and you can watch it in your, in your DVR. Yeah, you watch it at your leisure and you can actually fast forward through the commercials. I like watching like that. Amen. That hit messed me up because, because we used to try to do television commercials. And now I think better. You know something? They're just going to be fast forwarding through our television <laughs> commercials. That's a waste, so we got to find another way to promote, advertise, and market the ministry. But, but, uh, but fast forward. And, and so, so much is trying to get our attention. But there are also, you know, these pop-ups. I, I, I got a pop-up now coming on my computer this past week. And I'm trying to figure out, how do I prevent this thing from popping up in my main feed? I'm not even on the Internet. It's just popping up from the Internet some kind of way. Then put some algorithm together and gain access to my, to my main page. And now I'm dealing with all these uh, mm, inconsequential interruptions from some promotional marketing, you know, uh, just trying to get my attention, want my ear. Amen? So it's so much in our culture that wants to occupy and preoccupy our time. Amen? And, and we have to be careful and cautious about who we listen to. Amen? And unfortunately, there is a hesitancy to listen to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, just an inbred, flawed nature of ours to assume and think that we might in some way be independent of God. That, and that's always been uh, a problem. Acknowledging God's authority has always been a problem. That's the first sin. Uh, when Adam and Eve were challenged not to eat of the fruit of that forbidden tree, they partook of it anyway. You know, because they did defied, rebelled, revolted against the authority of God. And, uh, and Satan's temptation was that you can somehow usurp that authority, that you can somehow gain that authority for yourself. And so people are always running, you know, and it starts off with the little toddlers. Little toddlers want to be independent from the authority of their parents. Amen, somebody. Amen. Can I get a witness? They, you know, they just want to go their own way and do their own thing. They act like they got big brains like the adults and I'm trying to tell you, your brain ain't even developed yet. And you're trying to tell me what to do. What's wrong with you? Just, and we still continue in that vein in relationship with God and in relationship with those who God has designated to be authorities in our lives. So God is first just trying to get our ear. In this passage of text, scripture, you know, uh, Jesus is teaching, and he goes to these professional fishermen. And he says to them that they should go out again after they've just come in from a full, you know, probably 8, 10, 12 hours of fishing. And they come back from that fishing excursion as professional fishermen with no fish. 
And Jesus says, go out again. Now, these guys know the ebb and flow of their profession. They know the best times to go out. If I'm coming in, that means it's got to be the worst time to go out, right? But Jesus has advice for them, counsel for them, instruction for them, guidance for them. And, 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 and they, they, they pushed back for a moment. Amen. You know, they said, whoa, wait a minute now. We're professionals. We, we know what we're doing. Uh, we just left. And, you know, but they listened. Amen. They listened. They listened. And they went back out. And they cast their nets. And you know the results of their casting, their nets, that the nets were full to capacity. And that's, that's big. they began to reel in these huge nets of fish into their boats. The word of God said they had to bring another boat alongside. Now they've filled to capacity two boats to the extent that these boats are on the verge of sinking. Amen. What a miracle. What an increase. And I think the choice to obey Jesus is important. To acquiesce, to listen to his instruction, to uh, decide that I'm going to follow him. You know, following this phenomenal miracle, Jesus ushered a challenge to a few there. Listen, come follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. He used automatically as an object lesson that this thing that's happening in the natural can happen in the supernatural. This thing that, is, 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 that you've witnessed and experienced, this, this phenomenal miracle, that you can continue in this vein by making a spiritual impact, by, by, by using the gift that God has given you to reach other people. Did you know that all of us have been given gifts, skills, abilities, expertise? Praise God. And God wants us to use our superpowers for good. Amen. What's your superpower? Amen. Just think about it for a moment. Some of us, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, something very simple. It's that German chocolate cake. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Amen. You know, so, some of us, we, we're just computer savvy. We just can dig in and things happen technologically. We, it comes for us easy and we enjoy that world, data and information and research and and, uh, well, when are you going to use your superpower to glorify God? Amen. Uh, when are you going to use the charisma, the attracting power that he's given you to glorify God? Amen. You know, I told the ladies this morning, just point blank. I said, ladies, utilize your superpower. Amen. To influence the brothers in your life. To come to the God Encounter Retreat next weekend. Amen. I said, you utilize your superpower. Amen. Just prepare them a nice meal and say, honey, I got something I want to discuss with you. <laughs> Amen. So, so utilize your superpower. Utilize what God has given you for good. The spheres of influence that we occupy. Amen. Whether that's on the job, whether that's in our neighborhood or communities, whether that's in our households, in our families, praise God. Whatever gift God has given us, we need to convert that gift to make a difference for God, to make the choice that if I have the gift of gab, amen, I'm going to fill myself with some content so I can talk about the Word of God, yeah. not just about empty, you know, 
you know, futile, uneventful, unimportant, the matters that do not matter. Amen. Some of us, you know, we can just, we're, not, we're just like sponges. What we hear, we, we, we remember. You're watching a news program, a news segment, a news magazine program. Next thing you know, you spit that whole thing out. Why don't you get before the Word of God and spit some of that out? Amen. If some of y'all got these, don't even know it, don't even realize it, but you got photographic memories. Whatever you see, you remember. Whatever you hear, you remember. Well, you need to use that for God. Amen. So you got all these gifts and graces and abilities and skills and so forth that we have not converted into how we might glorify God and build and upbuild the kingdom to the glory of God using the gifts that God has given us. Amen. Amen. These were fishermen. And Jesus said, now I'm going to teach you how to fish for people. I'm going to teach you how to catch people. I don't want you to just be, you know, keepers of the aquarium. I, I, I want you to catch fish. Amen. Some of us is just occupying the aquarium. This is the aquarium. This is where we're trying to get the fish to. Amen. But, but you fish out there. You do your fishing in the world. You do your fishing in your environment. You do your fishing in those venues out there. That's where you do your fishing. You know, some of us come to church, well, I'm going to try to bring somebody. No, we, we up in here. Get them out there, amen, to come in. That's what Jesus requires of us. He requires of us to be witnesses. The Word of God says, go and make disciples. Go into all the world. Go you to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth. Jerusalem, that's your home. That's your family. Judea, that's your extended family. Samaria, those are people of different ethnic backgrounds, cultural backgrounds. He's calling us to reach all people. Some of us haven't learned how to cross over yet and say something about God to somebody that's of a different cultural background. But we're called to reach all people and to represent the light, love, and liberty of Jesus Christ wherever we are. Amen? So he's calling us to listen to him and not be so, you know, acquiesce and let others, you know, trump us. Amen. Wait a minute. Trump, Trump. So, you know, folk got followers. Nowadays, we got followers. Amen, somebody. I got over 5,000 followers on Facebook. Amen, somebody. I don't know them people. I'm a pastor. I just couldn't say no. I felt like it was rude, you know. It's rude. <laughs> It's rude if I say no. You know, y'all probably could be more discerning and, you know, strategic in terms of who you accept as your friend. I don't know that person. I ain't going to say friend. But I'm like, okay, I can't say I, I've never preached to them. I can't say that they never visited the church. I can't say our paths haven't crossed somewhere. So I said, okay, we got some followers, you know. And so, but, but there's some folk with some followers out there, child. Twitter, uh, Katy Perry, she at the top of the list, Justin Bieber. Barack Obama is number three out there on, on Twitter. Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, amen. Justin Timberlake, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian West, <laughs> Mr. Trump. They got some followers out there, amen, and folk who follow their threads. 
And then you got Instagram followers. The tops are uh, uh, Christina, Christino. Y'all tell me who this is. It ain't her, it's, it's Ronaldo. I just looked up the list, y'all. I don't know these people. <laughs> Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Amen. Kim Kardashian again, Kyle Jenner, Beyonce. They made it to the top list. These are folk on Instagram who have <laughs> tremendous followers. Amen. What, I messed up somewhere with that? You just tickled by this, huh? You're tickled, you're tickled by it turned over. So, <laughs> I tell you, boy. So, so here we are in a culture with, uh, that has followers and followings and, you know, likes and dislikes and, you know, everybody can expose their, their opinions and, you know, you may not have any expertise on the subject. You may not have studied the subject. You, you may be repeating what you've heard, but you, you, can show, you can tell your opinion. We're in this day now where everybody can chime in. Amen? And, and it seems as though no expert, there's really no experts anymore. Amen? used to be that you used to have an expert in a topic. Amen? And people would consult the experts. You know, I remember in college distinctly, I've told this story before, I was in a political science class, and I just got on my political science, political soapbox and stood up and talked about my opinion, what I thought about what was going on politically and socially, and, you know, what I was against and so forth. And then the, the, the professor asked me, well, could you tell me your sources? <laughs> uh, say, say that again. <laughs> could you tell me the experts? The opinion leaders, the folk who are written on this topic that you've read and studied that can confirm and, and validate and authenticate your opinion. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm in la-la land right now. Uh, 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 I didn't know I had to have footnotes. And I, I didn't know I had to have an authority. So that was my first thing, like, hey, you need to have backed up by the experts. And so now we're in a culture where it's a free-for-all. Anybody, everybody's an expert. Amen? You know, radio shows that have people talk about topics, you know, even uh, the Basin show. He have folk chime in on what they think, and they don't know nothing. And we listening in on opinions of people that don't know nothing. Ain't got nothing. Ain't got, never studied nothing. And you letting that in your earshot. You listening to that stuff. And in some instances, allowing it to shape your opinions. Amen. That's why we got to be grounded in the Word of God. That's, that's why we got to study the Word of God says to show ourselves approved workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. We got to be grounded in the Word so that we're not duped by the world. We got to be grounded in the word so that we're not tricked or ensnared by the word. We got to be grounded in the word so that at least we know the truth. Amen. It's bad when you don't even know the truth. Now, you might not decide to do what's right, but you need to at least know what's right. Amen, somebody. And so now you got people with wrong thinking. And the word of God says, He says that He calls that a reprobate mind. And a reprobate mind is a mind that thinks the truth is a lie, and a lie is the truth. Just an inverted mindset. 
And that's what's being unleashed in the social media era, where people can decide wrong. They can decide, you know, that the truth is not the truth. They can challenge, you know, even the experts. Amen. And so to, to, in order to move forward in making right choices, we have to first listen to Jesus. When we find what he has to say, we, ha- we find what he has to say in the word of God. And if you're prayerful and if you're worshipful, every now and then you'll hear a still, small voice confirming and affirming what he has to say in the word of God and giving you the specific relevance for your life. Amen. So the first step is to listen, to, 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 to attempt to hear. Amen. And, and when, you, when you listen, he'll help you to examine yourself. One of the things that we tried to help facilitate during this God Encounter retreat, we, we try to help people do a post-mortem autopsy on their past. Amen. The Spirit will lead you to do that. The Spirit will help you to look at your life. Amen. And determine, and determine how my life has, uh, has uh, led me to a specific place. Amen? And then get healed up from the hurts, the hang-ups, the problems of the past so that we can move into our preferable future. Amen, somebody? You know, some of us listen to, you know, music, one of, and we listen to any kind of old music, you know, uh, we, and, and because it got a nice, a nice beat to it. Where my beats at? They, they, they sitting down. Okay, got, got a nice beat to it, you know, and, and we're not paying attention to the lyrics. You know, if, if you want to know how impactful beats are, just, just play a little few beats around a baby. Take the lyrics out, just, and the baby be like, yeah. You know, just baby, just get on into it, because we are drawn into the music and the rhythm and the beats, amen? But, but what we don't realize that in many instances, the, the lyrics are toxic, and the lyrics are invading our psyches. And the lyrics are begin to contend for our hearts and minds and thoughts. Amen. And the word of God says that we ought to be renewed by the, tra- by the transformation of our minds. So I first got to deal with my mind and, and ask God to begin to instruct me and guide me and direct me and bring me out of the dark and help me to come into the light. Thank you, Jesus. Help me come into the light. You know, because it ain't, it ain't good to be walking down a dark hallway at night in unfamiliar territory. Amen. You're going to stub your toe. You're going to trip up and fall over something. Amen, somebody. Uh, so, so we want to have the light and not be in the dark. We want to be led and not be just flying by the seat of our pants. Amen, somebody. Say, God, lead me, guide me, direct me, lead me, guide me, direct me, lead me, guide me, direct me, lead me, guide me, direct me. Praise God. So we're asking God uh, to, to lead us. And so, and, 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 which means that I must be following. Amen. Some of us, uh, by default, follow certain people, certain personalities, certain opinion leaders. You know, certain prognosticators and, you know, and, uh, you know, news magazine folk, they just, their word is like law to us. You know, so, so we, we listen and we hear and we heed. Hmm? 
We can't be blindly led. We got to be directed by God and guided by him. You know, that's like, you know, I'm trying to get somewhere and, you know, let's say someone's at my home, a friend of mine, and we're trying to go to another location and he knows the way. And he says, okay, just follow me. You know, so we get in our cars and because I know him, I trust him. Amen, somebody. Because I know him and I trust him, I follow him without even questioning. You know, okay, he's making a left here, I'm making a left here. You know, she's making a right here, I'm, he's making a right here, I'm making a right here. If he's going straight, you know, I'm going straight. If he gets on the turnpike or the 408, I'm getting on the turnpike and 408. I'm following closely. Amen? And too often in life, we're following people like that. Amen? Without receiving direction and guidance from God for ourselves. Amen. First of all, did God even tell you to follow that person? Amen. So here we are jumping in the car, the vehicle of life, if you will, and following the pathway that others have charted, you know, or traversed, and their pathway and their direction and their journey is not ours. First of all, you can't be just like anybody else. Your life is going to take different twists, turns, and circles. Amen. I'm an identical twin, but my brother and I grew up together, and we spent an enormous amount of time together, but we have distinct personalities and distinct exposures and experiences and backgrounds and educational exposures that make our outlooks different about how we approach life. Amen. And, and that's all right. That's all right, but I'm just saying, so here, here I have a person that's closely aligned, looks like me, amen, has some of the same interests, but we are very different, amen. God has a different path for everyone. God has a different direction and journey for everyone, praise God, and you got to find yours. You know, we talk about finding your identity, you know, discovering your true identity. That's what God gives he gives identity, praise God. And, and you can't perform identity theft in order to become a real person. Amen, somebody. You know, just as, as simple as something is preaching style. You know, I heard a lot of preachers when I was coming up, and, you know, a lot of them were ascribed to what you call hoopology. Amen. I just didn't have that singing voice. Amen, somebody. And, uh, and, and, I, and I just didn't have that desire to kind of just melodiously sing out the gospel. Amen. I don't have no problem with it. Now, I prefer the ones who do it who really have really nice voices. If they got messed up, <laughs> jacked up voices, I would feel like I, my recommendation, if I could catch them at a certain stage in their development, dude, don't try to hoop. <laughs> don't even try to holler. Amen, somebody. But, but, but style can be emulated and imitated. Amen. And next thing you know, you're not even yourself. You're somebody else. Amen. Talking about get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I can't do that. That's T.D. Jake's thing. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm the kind of person to tell you, get ready for what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what to get ready for. Amen. I ain't just going to tell you to get ready. I'm going to tell you how to get ready. Amen. That's what God gave me, and I'm going to use what God gave me. Amen. So you got you to ask God to show you how to be used 
based on how he's built you, based on how he's designed you, based on how he's purposed you, based on how he's directed you, based on the experience and exposure that he's given you so that you can be uniquely you, praise God, and God loves you just like you are. Amen. So we need to ask a question. Who are our direction givers? Who gives us direction? Amen. Is it Jesus? Is it the Word of God? Is it even godly people? Amen, somebody. The Word of God says, trust in me. Knowledge me. And I'll direct your path. Amen, somebody. So we need to stop accepting anybody's God. We need to stop following anybody who's popular or got a little money or got a little charisma. Amen, somebody. We need to do some brand management and pick new brand ambassadors. Amen. Don't retweet everything somebody else does. Don't repost everything somebody else posts. Don't like everything everybody likes just to be liked. Amen. Well, that's my friend. They said it, so I like it too. No, 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 no. We have to be discerning and ask God to show us what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what's life, what's death, what's eternal, what's temporal. Amen. So that we can have directions that and cho make choices that please and honor God. Amen. And we're going to have some failures along the route. But guess what? Through God, the word of God I love this. The word says, all things, not all things are good, but all things work together for the good, for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Praise God. So what God is saying that even in the midst of your failures, I can benefit you and bless you in the midst of that. Praise God. Just think, these guys, they went out and they failed miserably in their fishing, but, but God had another plan. Jesus had another plan. Jesus restored them and renewed them, and out of their failure, a greater purpose was birthed. Did you hear me? Failures will, will teach you some lessons, and we need some lessons. Amen. Failures will humble you, and we need some humility. Amen, somebody. Failures will get your attention like nothing else. Amen, somebody. It will arrest your attention. Failures will allow you to decide to pursue a better course. Amen. Failures will allow you for some, so to experience some self-discovery. Amen. Failures will allow you to get down on your knees and pray when you weren't exercising prayer before. So, so God can use our highs and our lows, praise God, to better us, to bless us, Amen? To birth in us a new vision. You know, the Word of God says without vision, the people perish. So we want God to give us vision and purpose. Amen? But too often, we are settling for the wrong, the bad foundations that we started with. There's a song that says, On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Amen? So, so, so we got to get on the right foundation. The Word of God says about Jesus, Jesus declares about himself, he says, I'm the chief cornerstone. What is that Jesus? Jesus is saying, I am the one. I'm the foundational pillar of your life. It's not just this cute little decorative stone that we see as on buildings. No, but in this case, we're talking about foundational pillars. 
Jesus says, I'm the one that keeps the building from buckling. I'm the one that stabilizes life. I'm the one that stabilizes you. And if you want stability, be in me, praise God. If you want strength, be in me. If you want to be, come through the clouds and you want to come through the rain, if you want to make it through the fogs of life, if you want to make it through the darkness and the experience of life, come through Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, and he will strengthen and guide you. Amen. If you want to make it through that dark hallway and come to a better place, stand on him. Praise God. These guys invited Jesus to help him, them. Amen? Doesn't that seem simple, just to invite Jesus to help you? Say, Jesus, help me. Amen? Rather than trying to figure it out for ourselves, make it pencil and, you know, put together budgets and redo the budgets and, you know, take the credit card and then just figure out how I can put a little bit more on it as opposed to say, Jesus, help me. But we're always trying to fathom and figure out our own way as opposed to saying, Jesus, do you have some direction, some guidance, some instruction to give to, so that I can navigate this with your assistance as opposed to using the traditional routes that seem to sink me more and more. It's like quicksand. It seems like decisions I'm making, I, you know, I, I, I get out a little bit, but then I just, I'm slowly sinking. Have mercy, Lord. So, Lord, allow me to overcome and admit that my efforts have failed. My efforts are not sufficient. My efforts are not adequate. My efforts lead me down the wrong path in many instances because I just don't know it all. So I need your help to make the right choices. I need your assistance to get on the right path. I need your help, Lord God, to determine the journey to invest in to determine the direct route to take to manage life and to make the right choices. I need your help to pick the right team to be on. I need your help to pick the right partners to, 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 to collaborate with. I need your help to, 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 to know how to allocate and reallocate resources. Amen. Mental, physical, emotional, intellectual resources, intellectual properties. I, I need your help to know how to use what you gave me, how to invest what you've given me, how, how to direct my attention toward pleasing and honoring you. Lord God, direct my path. Lord God, lead me in the way that you would have me to go. Help me to be a willing follower so that I can make the choices that really please you. Amen? Amen, somebody. Won't you stand all over the house? God good? Thank you, Jesus. He's a great God, a loving God, a kind God, and we're thankful for him. Thank you, Jesus. Let me change up right quick.
Praise God. Okay, I got it. Thank y'all for your patience. I learned how to do that quickly one day. God is a good God. And we're thankful for his love for us. Amen, somebody. And aren't you thankful that he's willing? He's willing to direct our path. That he's willing to tell us how to move and live and have our being. That he's willing to go with us on our journeys. Praise God. These men even though they felt like they were experts, they came to the conclusion that, that there is an expert higher than me. Amen. I'm a preacher, but there's a preacher higher than me. Amen. The preacher's preacher. Amen. You may be a teacher, but there's a teacher's teacher. Uh, you may be a counselor, but there's a counselor's counselor. Amen. You may be a manager, but there's a manager's manager. Amen. You may be a supervisor, but there's a supervisor's supervisor. You may be a CEO, but there's a CEO's CEO. Amen, somebody. You may be a president, but there's a president's president. Amen. And I tell you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, wants to rule and super rule in your life. And he wants you to concede, to surrender, to yield, to let go, praise God. And let him have his way in your life as the head, the ruler, the governor. Amen. The one who directs your path. Amen. So I got to put him on speed dial and consult him quickly and hurriedly, praise God, about the direction and choices of my life so that my choices might lead to prosperity. That Jesus said, I came that you might have life, that you might have it more abundantly, praise God. So he wants this abundant life experience for you and I. Amen. Abundant life is something special, impactful, and powerful. Why is that? Because this happiness that God sends is not contingent upon the happenings. Amen, somebody. Oh, folks, you say this, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away from me. Amen. So what they were acknowledging was this power to transcend the trauma, the trouble, the suffering, the sickness, the pain, the difficulty, the problems in life. He's able to lift us above it so, so we can rise because of Jesus Christ. With the unction of the Holy Spirit, we can rise. Somebody say, rise. We can soar. We can take off to the glory of Almighty God. We can run strong and run hard. We can wrestle and win, fight the good fight, and be victorious and more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So I want to invite somebody today to choose to be directed by Jesus, to choose to follow Jesus, to choose to obey Jesus, to allow him to convert you into a people catcher. I said a people catcher. Somebody that's involved in investing and discipling others. Investing in and discipling others so that they might come to know Jesus. You may know him, but are you helping anybody else to get to know him? Praise God. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's where God wants us to go. Praise God. To connect in such a way where we're making a spiritual influence as well. So God has called us to direct, amen, to direct, to orchestrate his work. That's what he's called us to do. 
He's away right now. He's dispatched the Holy Spirit to be a comforter, a teacher, and a guide. And he's given us the word of God to be our inspiration and our information, to give us insight and direction and correction, praise God. But he wants us to manage this on his behalf. And somebody need to say today, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to invest my life. I'm going to give my life over to the one who knows what to do with it. I'm going to give my life to somebody who's never failed or never let me down or never rejected me or never uh, disappointed me because Jesus is all of that and more. So Jesus, we come to you. We direct our attention towards you and we give our lives to you afresh. So I'm asking everybody in the house today to redirect their attention toward giving their lives fully and wholeheartedly to Jesus. Then I'm asking for somebody who's at this place of decision to step out on faith, to step out onto these aisles, to come forward in his name and acknowledge him as we acknowledge him, to affirm or reaffirm your faith, to dedicate or rededicate your life today. I'm not putting this off. I'm not delaying. I'm not procrastinating. I'm coming now in the name of Jesus. And the word of God says, if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before my Father who's in heaven. So this is an opportunity for us to get a blessing simultaneously, to receive favor simultaneously because of a public profession of faith. So we invite you to come as we worship now, and they're going to sing a little bit, and we're going to worship with them and sing along. We invite you to make a choice, to make a decision, to step out on faith. for a moment. Oh God, thank you. 